You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. of February and we are without Joe this week he had to take the week off to help his mom with some important stuff so we decided to bring in a couple of ringers so we brought back sushi and you can't bring back sushi without Alicia tagging along having to invite herself where she's not necessarily invited but they are here so we're going to have some fun we're going to talk about a variety of things that they are interested in and time permitting maybe some stuff that Vince and I are interested in so ladies welcome to the show Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to know that we're not the problem as to why Sushi didn't show up. Joe is the Joe problem. Is, it is. <laughs> it is definitely fucking Joe. No, I like all three of you. No, you don't. Y'all no, equal. no, no, no. This is proven that it's Joe. Joe don't get us wrong. We don't mind. <laughs> we, Actually, we don't disagree. It endears Aww. you to us a little bit more. Did you see, I thought of you today, Sushi, when I, not in a bad way, and I'm not referencing that tweet, but there was a a, a blog entry at PlayStation where they talk about upcoming games, and had you heard about this Digimon world? Yes, I have it. It is downstairs on my coffee table right now. Hold on a second. I didn't Um, think it had come out yet. No, it came out to uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, we're talking about, um, what is it, Next Order or? Yep. Yeah. Um, I've got it here. Yeah, Next Order. Yeah, I saw, I, sorry, I didn't realize that it had just, just come out. Yeah, I'm not too sure how I'm going to like it. It's based upon the original kind of Digimon games, which um, you can apparently kill them. Like, uh, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the reason, well, You're stroking your chin while you say that. I know you are. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't feed them and stuff and take care of them, they can die. And I don't maintain things well. Like, well, the thing that I was reading, so (laughs) I was reading the write up on it. Is Sam okay? (laughs) On the uh, PlayStation site. And they were talking about how this one here, you actually have a lot more interaction with them. And so you kind of buddy up to them and interact with them and battle them against AI to keep them happy, essentially, and shit like that. So it seemed to have um, a way different feel than what, well, the one that I'm playing now, the Cyber Sleuth kind of thing. And this is much more open. I like that you can have a couple of them following you around and different things like that. I I kind of, I'm curious what you're going to think about it once you're playing and if you get the option, please stream it and let us know when, because I would like to watch footage of it, because I'm, I'm actually interested in it. Because, I, again, I really enjoy Super, uh, Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, I was. I want another Cyber Sleuth. I just I want a part two or whatever it takes. But um, this will be an interesting experiment. I haven't played a Digimon game since, like, my freshman year in college, da- dating myself. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's this... It's, Okay, let me ask you this before you continue then, because when you're saying you haven't played one since, you, you played Cyber Sleuth. 
Why do you look at that one differently as you would this one? Because this one's more of like the original, like where you have, um, it's, it's more, how do I say it? Like, just like you described, like they follow you around there. You train them differently from what I understand. There's just different, it's, it's a different style of game. Um, whereas like the, the, I want to say, I almost said cleavage, the cyber sleuth. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Wow. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me? I I, I, did, I did no such thing. I you were good. thinking about the woman that gives you the cases and stuff like that. That's yes, why. Yes, I am probably, probably. <laughs> but that has more of a like, um, like a persona or trails of cold steel, or you know, trails in the sky kind of where you're kind of exploring more. I don't want to say a traditional JRPG, but it just feels it. It has a different gameplay and style. And my biggest hang-up is on this Digimon game is that the Digimon do have a lifespan. And you can extend it with certain items from what I understand. But So that's my big hang-up and the fact that I just want another another Cyber Sleuth game. The look, the feel, the story, all of that just really works for me. And I just I like the look of this Digimon World game, but um, I'm not sure if I'm going to grasp the gameplay as fast as I did cyber sleuth if that makes sense um if i'm oh i'm sorry no no, go ahead i I just wanted to ask if i'm wrong to assume it sounds almost like it has a bit of a a virtual pets like tamagotchi angle to it like where you have to raise the pet that actually very much piques my interest because i love those kind of games but i could i can understand that it's it's definitely a different world from what cyber sleuth is like see it would what i would wonder is along the same lines as what you're saying Allie is are you being essentially quote unquote forced into logging into play in order to make sure that you guys don't die? Or is it just that that aspect of having to feed for them and care for them and make sure that they are leveling and staying well alive is part of the gameplay. So if it's just part of the gameplay, I'm all right with that. Even, even the idea of them not always being around, I'm all right with that because again, it's, it's not like you're carrying these characters and these Digimon forward into other games. So who cares if they die? That's part of the appreciating them while they're there mentality. So that I'm all right with, but if it's a, if it's a game mechanic that is simply forcing you to have to log in or start the game up in order to, uh, to play, to keep them alive, that I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know much about it other than I saw the trailer, I saw Digimon, and it looked the same, and I knew it was going to be different. I've heard some couple of people say that they weren't too crazy about it, but I just want to give it a shot on my own. So I'm hoping to check it out either tonight or tomorrow. Cool. So Excellent. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, let us know what you think. I'm very, very curious. Okay. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15. I can just turn my mic off and leave. Now you guys can just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Ali, are you actually playing 15 that much right now? I haven't been playing in these last two weeks, but I was playing a lot, and I still continue planning on playing. Uh, I have the Chocobo Carnival uh, ticket, which I, I hope I still can get into today, hopefully. And then I also bought some things for my beloved Specs. As well, I bought the suit for Noctis, so I'm extremely happy. I can have Noctis run around in his black suit, be the happiest little girl in the world. 
So I'm pretty excited to reconnect with my boys and definitely I'm interested in about those episodes. So it should be good times. You know, it's funny. Everything you just described makes the game sound like an MMO. Not just that, but an MMO where you've completed all of the quests and now you're just kind of trying to fill in time and do shit just because of, well, why not? There's nothing else to do. I'm not going to lie. I spend an extraordinary amount of time getting paint colors and decals for the car. Yeah. You really do. And it's the best thing ever. It really is. How can it be it's the best thing ever? Game. No one's ever going to see the car unless I post screenshots, but I, I can't. It's stop. like armor on your horse in Elder Scrolls games. Fuck. Yeah. 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 I agree. I'm, I'm not going to lie. None of you three have convinced me that this is a game that I should play or, oh, or give a rat's Absolutely ass about. do not. <laughs> I, I, as somebody who knows you, do not play this game. Why? Wait, 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 why? Because there are zero characters that you would be interested in. Maybe I, I've, now that I'm up to chapter eight, I think, and I'm running into more of like the Imperials, like the bad guys, I'm like, okay, these people are kind of interesting. Uh, sushi, I've, I've actually love Aranea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but none of the main characters, you're going to just hate them to different extents. Uh, and, <laughs> why, though? And the the story, um, I love this game. I have 90 hours in it right now. Jesus. I love it. Um, the story is weak as shit. Like, Jesus. I'll just be brutally honest. Um, See, to like, me, so I don't what, understand what, what, why people are still like, playing it then. What yeah. Are, if you were just to go through like the actual story missions, I'm pretty sure you could finish this game in under 10 hours. No, I saw it like when it first came out, I got it for my birthday and I was like, I don't know if I want to start it. I'll just wait. And I was already seeing people post, you get a little completion certificate Mm -hmm. and it posts your hours. Some people were beating it in 20 and 25 hours. And I was like, and even then that it, it, the I would say at least ninety percent of my playtime is just doing the side quests because I'm yeah. a completionist. Yep, they're awesome. Like <laughs> I don't know why, but I have to rescue every person. I have to hand out every damn repair car kit I can possibly hand out. Um, I've fought a giant boss for like three hours. Like it wasn't necessary. It did not pertain to anything that related to the story, but I had to do it. Let me ask you this. When you are doing all of these, be it side missions or anything like that, is it is there enough variety in what you're doing that it doesn't just feel like going back to the MMO example of you've completed all of the quests, which you clearly haven't, but for the sake of the example, you've completed all of the quests, the main storyline, whatnot, and now you're just doing dailies kind of thing so in mmos that's one of the things that i abhor because you're doing the same thing all the freaking time is that what the side questing is like in this or is there a lot of a lot of variety because it's an open world sort of i mean you have like monster hunting missions you have resource gathering there's like there's even an entire side quest line about going to various parts around the world and taking pictures for a magazine so like there's variety but at the end of the day it's also largely the same thing but i like i like just traveling through the world i like driving around in the car and listening to the 
classic Final Fantasy music that you can pick up. Like there's soundtracks you can buy for your MP3 player. Like I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know why I play this game as much as I do. Seriously, <laughs> dude, I wonder every time you talk about it. I I should not be enjoying it, but when I'm not playing it, like if I, you know, because I basically only play it on Mondays. Like every Monday, I'm like, oh, it's Final Fantasy Day. Awesome, you <laughs> go. Do some more side quests. I'm going to go catch some fish. This is going to be great. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the fishing for a second? Like, oh. I feel like I know how to fish now in real life. <laughs> like, I'm a pro. Like, I, I understand lures. I understand the, the, the fishing line. I understand, you know, you got to struggle with it a little bit, but go with the flow. Like, I totally get it now. And I've yeah. never fished a day in my life. It's awesome. I'm I'm a sucker for the recipes and Justice Monsters Five. If I could just play this game for Justice Monsters Five and just to hear Ignis say, "I've discovered a new recipe," I, that's all I need. So that was the worst you, whatever the hell accent that was. But that's exactly how he says it. I discovered is. a new recipe. So have you guys been to the carnival yet? I have. I have okay. not yet. So it's it's open till the twentieth, Alley. So you're good. Yes, uh, you got time. Um. Have you heard the impression? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, the Noctis impression? Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. It's glorious. So for those who have no idea what the hell's going on, this one <laughs> character, Ignis, because each of the characters has like an out of combat skill. And Ignis's skill is cooking. When you make camp for the night, he can cook various dishes, which will give you stat boosts. And as you're going through the world and like you get new ingredients from shops or finding them in the wild or defeating enemies. It, once you collect the right ingredients, he'll pop up and he's like, I've come up with a new recipe. And it's like, it's, it sounds so weird and like, and it's constant. Like it just, the entire game stops for a second to yeah. zoom in on him while he says this. So you go to the <laughs> carnival beautiful. and the carnival is only accessible by the main character Noctis. And you can go to the cafe they have set up and order some of these special dishes, which will teach you a recipe and it's Noctis's voice actor doing an impression of Ignis's recipe line, and it's hilarious. Have you seen their interaction on Twitter about it? No. Like they no. have gone, like they've played with each other about, like they, they, they just, they, they, they love it. Um, <laughs> the voice actors in this game, especially Noctis and um, Ignis, they are really wonderful people on Twitter. Like for the community, they interact with the fans like so, so much. Um, but yeah, they've gone back and forth about how, you know, he hopes that he did a good impression and, you know, they're just kind of ragging on each other, but yeah, I heard it. I didn't know it was coming and I like almost fell off the couch. I was just sitting there, I put the controller down. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to get some water. And then he said it and I like fell out. It was great. But yeah, I don't, the only reason I know why I like this game other than there's a lot of eye candy for me in this game is that the open world and the combat is just really, really fun. The I can combat, always find something to hit, and I like that. When the combat works, it's so much fun with dodging and warping and backstabbing and doing the team-up attacks. Like, when it works, mm -hmm. it works so well. But there's also just some fights where there's a tree in the way or the camera's just completely obnoxious, and it's... I, it's so frustrating, but like it, it, but when you have that one fight where it works well, that's what reminds you, like, okay, this game actually can be really fun, and it it, it kind of keeps me going. 
And the more that you play the game and the more that you engage in it, it, it really rewards back to you because no matter how far you go, despite all your travels and all your adventures, you know, when you go to a rest spot to save, you have all these images that you can save and it's little it's it's photographs it's memories you know of your playtime and of your interaction with the npcs it's it really does give back to you as a player i feel like this is a game that it took long enough for us to receive but now that we finally have it it was well worth the wait i'm very i'm very very happy with it so i i wouldn't go that far but yeah see i, I don't think I you would. can say that I, though if you're not playing let me put it this way I'm now that I have played the game. I'm not as disappointed as I thought I would be with it. Really? Mm-hmm. High I'm praise still... indeed. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, ten to what twelve years they were working on this game, and like some like yeah, you know, like you said, the story is bare bones. And like I got to a point where I was like, how the the the, the little cottage I showed you the other night, Alicia, mm-hmm. where like. It, it's not even built properly. Like the thing glitches out, like <laughs> light shines through what should be solid walls. He opens the door backwards and it just pops open. Like th- there's, there's a lot of like really rushed design issues with the game as well. So I, for the amount of time they worked on it, it should be more polished than it is. But I think, I think what we got in 2016 or in 2016, wait, when did we get it? 2017 or 2016 came out in 2016. 2016 for for what came out in 2016 i'm more i kind of am thankful that we had to wait because had this come out you know years sooner i don't think we would have had technology to advance to give us the options and the variety that we do have in the game though do you understand what i'm saying like i i I understand the wait sucked don't get me wrong but i feel like having waited that long i think we got more in the long run as opposed to what we could have potentially had years past yeah but that's just you know poor management of if the game is bigger than the technology has to offer mm-hmm. you need to scale it back to get it out in a reasonable time frame so not as if this was any company other than square enix this game would have been canceled but square yeah. enix has such large coffers and has been making money off of hitman and tomb raider and all this other stuff that they were able to keep funding this just to <laughs> stubbornly make it happen because they refused to actually cancel a final fantasy game I would have been heartbroken if they did. I really would have. I would have been so bummed. It's not like you made me wait 10 years. How dare you? So See, I'm, I have I'm a hard okay. time understanding that logic, that you would be bummed if you if it hadn't come out, and yet no one is really clearly enjoying the actual storyline, the actual story behind this game. The side quest, certainly, the profession, certainly, things like that. But I'm not hearing anybody saying, holy crap, this storyline is fucking awesome. You need to play this. Because, it's, it's, like I said, it, yeah, there, there's it, DLC coming to add in extra cutscenes to unfuck the story. <laughs> That's when you know you it, got it, yeah. it right. There's the story sets the tone more than anything. It doesn't really... I don't know. God, I'm sorry. No, just when you get... What chapter are you on? Eight? Eight, yeah. I'm, I'm about to set sail for Altissia. Okay. Um, just watch your gaps, because there's a lot of them. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, I mean, I have one friend I met on Twitter in England, and every day she posts some tweet about some something she's thought of. She's like, well, why didn't this, or why didn't that? I mean, 
it clearly the I'm really not impressed with the story. I love the characters, um, every single one of them. Um, I feel like they did a good job for me, at least maybe with the marketing side of it, like with the anime and the movie, building up um, me getting to know the main characters before the game even came out. So I was kind of bought in to them already. Um, But as far as Chapter 9, seriously, and onward, it was like constantly, what? What is going on? Um, but I still, I still love the game. I still can't put it down. I feel bad when I don't play it at night. Like I just, as I said, there, there, there's something to it. It's, I, I can't explain it because <laughs> I've, I've said very little good about the game, and yet here I am with 40 hours logged. So I, I, I don't, I can't explain it. Sushi, when you say that you are that much more invested because of the anime and the movies, which are things that we've discussed on the show for different other shows and, and or games, I should say, had you not watched those, what do you think your opinion of the game would be? How different still, would it be? I think I still would like it. Um, I think um, – I may have been a bit more critical at the beginning of some of the characters, but I still think they do a pretty decent job. Even in the opening scene, you kind of get an idea of their personalities and their traits and how they work together. Um, well, this this is something we've talked about, uh, myself and Alicia, and the opening scene is by far the best part of the entire game. Oh, yeah. It still gives me chills. No, every I don't have to play it. Somebody else could be playing it and still gives me chills. It's the best. It's part. all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, sign me up. And there's a DLC coming for that soon, is there not? There was another one they announced. The Gladiolus episode, right? It's yeah, coming soon in March, and then Prompto is in June. Um, because I got to I... the part of the story where Gladiolus just straight up leaves and doesn't explain where <laughs> why he leaves. He just shows back up later, doesn't explain where he went. I'm like, oh, well, this is obviously where the DLC episode takes place. One would hope. One <laughs> one would hope. Because he just fucks off at like a really important part of the story. <laughs> He's like, uh, you guys got this without me, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any other parting thoughts on FF15 before we move on? I still think someone should, I think everyone should at least try it. I think you might find something about it. Roger, I don't know you specifically if you should try it, but um, if That's a pretty heavy investment, though. I mean, it's a heavy investment for, you know, there Mm -hmm. might be something in it that you like. Not the story, though, because that sucks. (laughs) And for the record, I do not fish in MMOs because fishing in games sucks. <laughs> no, no, that's what you say now, but you haven't you oh, really haven't know. truly fished. I <laughs> I've fished in real life, honey. I and I don't like it. So, so I'm not going to enjoy it in a game either. It was ice fishing, right? No, well, I did that too. That I I only did a few times and I was like, I'm not doing this bullshit again. <laughs> My old man keeps wanting to take me out ice fishing. It's like, "No, are you fucking kidding me?" No. All right, let's move on. You wanted to talk also about Fire Emblem. Sushi, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Well, and Ali, of course. Come on. Come no, on you're on the here. hook for this, Sushi. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. It's fine. Um, so they had a big uh, Fire Emblem Direct, like what, last week, the week before, which is really crazy because Fire Emblem doesn't normally get that much attention, but I guess the la- latest game, Fates, did extremely well. 
So we're getting a um, Switch game in the fall, which is Fire Emblem Warriors. And my boy Krom is finally the main character. And then we're also getting another Fire Emblem game in 2018 that we haven't heard from. We're getting a Fire Emblem DS game that's a remake of an older game in March, Allie, right? May, no, May 19th. It's May. on my birthday. It's on my birthday. <laughs> on my birthday. And I'm then... Not and then for those... I have a strange feeling. Wow. <laughs> Vince, oh, I hope you were picking up wait. on that. And the Amiibos are coming yeah, out on my birthday, too. That's what what day was that again? Heads up. <laughs> May 19th, 2017. Okay. It's a Friday. Vince, you got that, right? Yeah, yeah, May 17th. Mm-hmm. So help me God, I swear. June 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the big thing um, is there's a mobile game finally, and they've teased us for like about a year now with a Fire Emblem mobile game. Um, <laughs> Isn't Fire Emblem mobile? Out. It's on the 3DS. Well, no, there's actually another game coming out, another Fire Emblem game that's called Fire Emblem Heroes, and it's a mobile game. And it comes out tomorrow. What do you mean mobile? You mean as in, like, uh, uh, Android and iPhone? Yep, yeah. iOS and Android. It's oh, okay, sorry. So, so when the, the Fire Emblem Direct was announced... The Fire Emblem community, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it ranges from casuals, which I would consider myself, to very hardcore. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Have you ever seen your own Tumblr? Oh, God. I almost spit out a mouthful of wine. Gameplay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'll accept that. Like, there's Phoenix and casual. And yeah, I get it, Sushi. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There, the older Fire Emblem games, if someone falls in battle, they are dead. You lose everything. You lose their storyline. You lose their supports. They are gone. And then you have to redo the map if you want to try it again. And every map has some sort of other obstacle to where you can unlock another partner on the map. But you might have 14 turns to get to that partner and only one specific person can talk to them to unlock them. Oh, and by the way, they're a level one. Now they're on your side and they're standing next to a level 15. Good luck kind of thing. So I'm casual, I consider, because I play casual mode (laughs) on Awakening and Fates um, so that if someone falls in battle, they're still part of the game. They They just disappear from the map. So... You have a lot of casual versus hardcore Fire Emblem players like that. And, of course, the hardcore players don't like the casual players, and the casual players don't really like the hardcore players. So when the Direct was announced, everyone thought it was going to tear the community apart um, even more. But actually, it brought us all together because everyone was in the Fire Emblem uh, Heroes, which is the mobile game. Every single character was featured and shown and all this other stuff. Well, then the salt came when you could vote for your favorite husbando or waifu. And they released the results, I think, what, last week, which was like halfway. And people were just bashing, like, everybody. Like, some like some of the older characters were up higher. Some of the Fates characters were up higher. And people were all in a tizzy um, but you had 13 days to vote, and I think the top 10, right, Allie, they get extra artwork or a calendar artwork. 
Yeah, they get calendar artwork, and I think they actually get wallpaper downloads that are included. That if you complete something with that hero as a reward, you'll get like a, a screenshot wallpaper that you can use as the wallpaper for your phone, which I think is great. Yeah, so everyone was voting for their favorite character, which usually consists of the anime character that you want to marry. So it got really nasty and yeah. um, brutal. But Allie and I, we, we kept it on the up and up. Yeah, we were positive. They, they, You know what? I like that there was a good, decent representation between Gaiden, Awakening, Fates. I think everybody got a good a good portion of their favorite characters. I saw Felicia was somewhere in the top 20. I don't think I saw Jacob in the top 10, but I saw Takumi in the top 10, and I was pretty content with that. I was like, okay. I beat Leo. That. I couldn't believe that. I, You know what, though? He always does beat... I, I'll Stop. never understand it. Stop. It's no. it's a serious discussion. <laughs> we know we know the Hoshido nor battle. I think it's a Hoshido thing. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Well, Camilla was number four, which I was surprised. And... Oh, yeah, that- but Sajara was three, so Smashy was happy. See, see, but Hanoka and Sakura, well, Sakura had a good, like, potential and chance, but Hanoka was, she kind of just falls to, like, the back burner. She's the back yeah. burner sister, and I've accepted that. That's why I'm okay with it being Camilla. I'm su- was Elise in the top ten, though? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. No, I didn't. No, yeah, she was, she was, she was. Oh, was she? Oh, good. I, I could easily see Elise, especially with the release of the Nendroid having come out from Good Smile. So I was like, I would be very surprised if she wasn't in the top 10. Yeah. But there's a lot of good choices in there. I'm still probably going to shoot for Jacob so I can have my one ninja butler and probably Felicia and a couple others. I think I'd even try Virian, too, from Awakening. So there's tons of different options in there. It's all a matter of your personal preference i'm just excited to see i'm curious to how they'll do it if they'll actually implement the phoenix mode the casual mode and the hardcore mode within fire emblem heroes and if you could do any real-time battles kind of like how we do now in the cast in our own ports against each other that would be fun yeah i like that they also release different artwork so when they take damage you see a different art style Mm-hmm. Um, I know that one of the new characters they introduced um, that has the mask, his shirt actually comes off. And a lot of people were jealous because apparently that doesn't really happen on any of the other like male characters. Um, and then some people were upset that Lucinda's skirt was a little short and seemed to be a little cut in the wrong places, maybe we'll say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like that. There's a lot. It seems to have a lot to it. I'm excited to try it and download mm-hmm. it, but I'm really... The one that comes out on your birthday, which, what is that date again? It's May 19th, 2017. It's okay. a Friday. It's a Friday. And that's Echoes, right? Uh, yeah, Echoes. Sh- Echoes of Valentia. Yep. Yep. So that one, Echoes. that engine is based upon the Awakening and Fates engine, so I'm hoping that they have casual mode. When I heard that, I got really excited. If they were to include Phoenix mode into it, I would be down i'd be like okay i'm in it i love playing the phoenix mode i think the phoenix mode is what makes me enjoy playing fate so much but if it's only casual mode i'll accept that too like i i don't mind playing casual mode it's just a matter of preference for me is just playing as phoenix but i'll take it i'll definitely take it and those amiibos are extremely cute yeah extremely cute. they come in a two so. pair yep yep they it's on my them. amazon wish list it's called alicia's whimsical wish list I don't know um, if you need my email, but I can't put that out publicly. But yeah, May 19th, 2017. 
So yeah, are you guys gonna get a switch for the Fire Emblem Warriors? Realistically, I think it's a great concept. I love the Warriors games, and mm. I always I wanted to try out Dragon Quest Heroes personally, but realistically, I I don't know if it makes there needs to be more games or more titles that would make me interested to want to purchase the Switch. Yeah, if they have though, they're saying there's a new unannounced you know main title for the Fire Emblem series. If that comes out exclusively for Switch that might be the breaking point for me to where I have to go, okay, you may need to buy this. Because yeah. if it's only available on the Nintendo Switch for that um, new mainline title, then I probably would pick it up. But right now, Warriors isn't enough for me to go, oh, I, I have to pick up a Switch. And they don't even have a, a Fire Emblem exclusive Switch, which kind of bummed me out too. I was hoping that would happen, but I guess not. So Give it, time. it is what it is. I mean, for us, definitely, we're not, it's not... A first day buy or even sorry a first year buy right now for us what games are coming out I, I agree like fire emblem warriors it looks really cool and i'm happy that Krom is getting his time since he's been shafted in smash all these years but <laughs> i'm not gonna buy it just for that i agree i'm probably gonna wait till the 2018 title for fire mm -hmm. emblem before and only if it is an exclusive because yeah, yeah. That would be the only reason right now I see for purchasing that. It's it's just it's not enough of incentive. Like I'm really excited that it is being implemented, but it they it didn't ring me in for me to go. Oh, we need a switch. But that new that new Fire Emblem title. That's what I'm really really interested about. And I kind of hope we get more information down the pipeline, as in within the next couple weeks, months months if i'm hoping but i i don't i mean if it's a 2018 title i guess we're not going to hear much about it until the next three to six months i'd imagine so but it's so a pretty big deal to get if you count the mobile game that's what four fire emblem games within two years oh my gosh that, I mean, that's crazy they just literally took all my money i just i just wanted to just give them my wallet and say here just take it just well, take, take it didn't fates come out early last year anyway so that's like Back to back. At Fates came out, I believe, February or March of last year, because I ended up picking it up in May around my birthday. So, yeah, it's it's still fairly it's fairly new. And I hope, I really, really hope that they still keep with the same hero customization for the MUs. I love having, I love customizing my MU the exact way that I have her in Fates. And I try to, you know, replicate it in Awakening, which is a little difficult to do. But I hope that they give us those options so that, you know, just as much as we're engaged in the game with building our supports and trying to build up the best units possible, I still want a little slice of me in the game. Just a little slice of my own little pixelated avatar. I love games that offer character creation. So yeah, I hope time. they keep with it. And I love having my own fort. And I love having my treehouse <laughs> with my husband who gives me presents. <laughs> So it's so funny how you have this giant fort and you live in a treehouse. <laughs> right? Uh, but I, And I like the different options, too, where you can choose the different design styles for your fort. I think that's absolutely amazing. I think it's great. I so. hope they keep going that route and keep expanding on a lot of that customization because Awakening does not have that. I Even after you picked Awakening back up, I went back in last night to try and just change my hair up. Mm -hmm. And you can't. You're stuck with it yeah so well now are they now this is the other thing i was curious about with fire emblem heroes do you have your own 
like, do you have your own customizable MU within the mobile Android, or is it just choosing amongst, you know, the list of heroes from the various IP titles? There is no customization and then none of the romancing and stuff. It's basically just a straight battle game. Okay. I I know this because I just Googled it five minutes ago. (laughs) But, but, Allie, you have an imagination. You can you can create I can, that romance I can, while you're beating the face in of the enemy. I could do my best fake British accent and just and just oh, sound God. like Jacob, and it'll be great. It'll be great. Just give me my butler, Jacob, and I'm good to go. Because he'll be the leader of my team. He will, no matter what. He'll always so, be number one. Did you tell Vince that he was your your Jacob and your Iggy because he used a knife to cook dinner one night? I forget what I call... I think I did. I think it was just because he cooked, period. He was my Jacob and my Iggy. He was. He's a very... He's a good... He doesn't dress up like a butler, but he certainly cooks like one. It's All right, amazing. Roger. What, what's next in the show notes? <laughs> Are we moving on? <laughs> I got my red skull. That's all I cared about. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot my wine. God. Oh. Okay. If you're done talking Fire Emblem, we can move on to Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE. This is the easiest this is the same thing posted. What do you mean the same thing? It is pretty much the same thing. So it is. Tokyo Mirage FE is a SMT, a Shimagami Tensei game, mainly the Persona style merged with Fire Emblem. It came out last year. Um, I just picked it back up. I'm like halfway through, I think. Um, it's awesome. I just unlocked, they have, they have advanced classes, Allie. I just unlocked that last night. And Krom's avatar, like when you advance him to like a conqueror, he's like all red decked out and like this really bright red. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but it's just, you know, it's kind of, it looks like a cyber sleuth. It has the same kind of, um, art style almost in a way. Um, but it has very much the persona feel you are an idol and in Japan and you're saving the world from these mirages, which are basically um, shadows, you know, um, and then you go into the dungeons and you attack them and you use very similar abilities to what you find in other Shimagami Tensei games. Um, and target their weaknesses. You can do session attacks. So like if um, I do an attack and it can trigger another attack from my partner, I can get three attack it three attacks in and I may wipe out the full group without even getting hit. Um, a lot of customization for the weapons. Um, and it has a lot of fire emblem. The mirages are the fire emblem characters. So like Krom is there. Um, and some of the older ones from the, much older, like Shadow Dragon, like Marth, um, part of the series. So it's really fun. I like it. There's a lot of music videos with anime people in it, so it makes me happy. <laughs> um, and yeah, I am upset. They changed a lot of the costumes and they removed the DLC for bathing suits um, in the NA version. Thanks, Nintendo. The same reason I can't pet my husband on the head. In Fire Emblem, I can't dress them up in bathing suits for some weird reason. So that's upsetting. But I don't know. What what else do you want to know about it? It's fun. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> you could talk about it. I don't know. 
<laughs> I didn't think you would actually want to hear about it. It's not really. Hey, I you mean, said I can talk about these things. So I'm like, all right, then. I can. It's in the show notes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's there. It's, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then what about Valkyrie? Valk- what is it? Akira Chronicles 2. That was another one that so you said you were playing. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm talking too much. Uh, it's a PSP game. I picked it back up. You can get it on the PSN for the Vita. It's a strategy turn-based game. Um, I didn't think that was a, a PSP game. Is it really that old? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The The original one was just remastered early last year for the PS4. It looks amazing. It looks really, really good. I started playing that one, but I've never really played a military strategy game. Like, Fire Emblem is kind of like that, but I have guns and grenades, and I don't know how any of that stuff works. So I've kind of struggled with it, but I picked up the second one because it's easy to on my Vita while I'm just standing around. And it's kind of, you know, you just get maps. You have objectives that you have to do. You have different units that have different abilities that you can kind of customize their armor and their weapons. You get a giant tank that you can equip with various things, but also at the same time, you're building relationships with your, your, with your tank. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you can, if you want. Um, but there's like little intermission parts where you are at a military school. And so you unlock these little insights into your classmates. Um, and it's, it's really interesting. You can of course grind levels. So for every map that you complete, you get graded and, the higher the grade you get, the more money and the more XP. And then you decide where you want to put that XP. So if you want to put it all into your shock troopers, which are your heaviest um, heaviest hitters on the field, you can level them all the way up as much as you want and leave everyone else below if that's the route you want to go. So it's kind of nice because you can decide what you want to do. And the maps are easily learnable. So you can kind of grind. I like to grind levels and grind money and stuff in, in games. So... You can easily just do that very quickly and kind of pick which kind of teams you want and go from there. But it also has the cool um, side of it where you get to know your teammates and make kind of relationships in the game with the characters. Is that more of an RTS? Um, no. No. I don't think so. Because I'm trying to remember. I know that I was looking at... Um, the remake that did come out, and you're right, it looks phenomenal, and I had actually considered picking it up, but I didn't look at it enough to see whether what type of game it actually is, be it, again, RTS or, or whatever. I, I was under the impression it was kind of an RTS. Especially, again, back in PSP days, you got a lot more of that type of game. They, they kind of figured out that those were good on there, so you, there was a... a, a a number of games that were specifically that kind of thing, kind of like um, um, Jean Nac, which was a spectacular mm-hmm. PSP um, RTS game. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, well then, what kind of a gameplay is it then? Is it more like a, a a Diablo kind of clone, or what? How? What is the gameplay itself? Um. Just maybe it is RTS. I'm not really sure. Um, it is just you have the units on the ground. Each unit has a stamina bar. 
and they can only go so far and do so much. Um, you have a certain number of turns on that map to make whatever actions you want. Is it kind um, of like grid-based? In there terms is of no moving grid, more? but it is very similar to other grid-based games, but the, yeah. Okay, well, it does sound like kind of like an RTS then. I'll have to look okay. up some footage to see. But yeah, if you are choosing each and saying, okay, I'm going to move you here, or instead of moving you, I'm going to attack, or things like that, and you only have certain a-, a certain amount of actions per turn, then yeah, you're looking more at a real-time strategy type game. Gotcha. So, I mean, again, I don't know. I haven't played that one or even looked at any footage of gameplay. I don't Hell, if it's a PSP too, you'd be hard-pressed to find footage of that as well. But you're playing on the Vita right now or on the uh, PS4? Oh, the Vita. So, okay. All right. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's a couple bucks on the PSN. And it's something I can just stand around and play. I don't have to, like, set up the living room with the PS4 and all that stuff. And you, it is a good game, though? You are enjoying it? Oh, yeah. I, huh. I love it. It's it's really great. It reminds me a lot of um, the Fire Emblem maps because you can pick up a map and do it quickly and put it down. It's It's one of those games where... You don't have to have a lot of time if you don't want to have a lot of time, but you can still progress um, while you're playing it. I'm going to check it out on the PSN store right now on my Vita. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just to see. See, I've been playing, um, as I've talked about on the other podcast, I've been clearing through the Batman Arkham games, and I finished Arkham Origins on... PC and then I was going to start Arkham Knight and then realize I actually have Arkham Origin Blackgate on Vita that I'd picked up. I just hadn't finished playing it. So I thought, you know what? Perfect timing. So I've been playing the crap out of that. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. So maybe I'll search for this as well. Okay, what else? Uh, Well, that was pretty much it for the things that you were talking about. With the exception of Final Fantasy, Ali, what are you playing right now? Um, I've been playing a lot of mobile games lately. I've been playing a lot of mobile games that just, for whatever reason, I like having the accessibility of playing just on my phone. Of course, I've been playing Marvel Soon. Soon. You're only level eight. Um, You're not playing playing that much. I'm like level nine. No, eight. No, I I quite literally just checked before we were recording. I was like, (laughs) what level is she? Is she even playing eight? You're not playing. I, I am too playing. I've been playing that. Um, Vince can attest to this. Usually uh, around the times of 2 p.m., 7 p.m., and 10 p.m., I am on my phone playing Unison League, which is like an MMO made in the mobile setting. It's actually a, a lot of fun where you have a character that you can kind of switch out its 14 and you participate in these guild battles where just you know five buttons where you can kind of switch and move around which skills you want to put in and they have like cosmetic options so you can be in certain but look like you're wearing something else i play a lot of unison league and the leveling is actually quite the grind and then i just picked up yesterday um because one of my friends happens to work at nexon uh she led me to try out fantasy war tactics which is this jrpg style game it actually sushi it reminds me of fire emblem it actually in a lot of ways it reminds me of fire emblem and 
and you have your different heroes that you need to level up and, and get through the levels. But basically, you are this wizard lord that you command all these different heroes, and you basically level them up and go through all the stages for it. It's a lot of fun. So I've been playing that recently. I, I think between that, uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, I've been playing a lot lately because I'm going to be honest, I want the Ariana Grande hero. Really? <laughs> I, I do. do. You know what? I didn't think I'd like it so much until I heard her rendition of one of the Final Fantasy songs. And it's really good. I want I want funny girl Ariana Grande. I can't help it. It's I'm such a sucker. I want it so bad. So I've been working on that lately too. So that usually the time that I get to play mobile games is either after work if, if for you know if Vince is cooking that night instead of myself i'll usually sit on my i'll sit on my spot on the couch and play some games or early early mornings because um i usually have to get to work around 6 30 in the morning on wednesdays thursdays friday so i have an hour and a half to kill before work starts so i'll sit down with my cup of coffee and just play some mobile games and it's my quiet time i like it i like it well you're not playing enough marvel some some this i know you know I need to play more Marvel Slim Zone, but I have really good, I, and see, I like my group. I don't like changing my group composition. I refuse to change my leader out of being Gamora. She was my first pick, and I love her the most. Yeah, but that goes against the it's entire principles of the game. When we're doing co-op, and she's got the speed hero, and we're going up against somebody with blast powers, and, and like you got the down-facing arrow, that's a bad thing. She's like, but I don't want to switch. <laughs> I know, and then I have to put in Miss Marvel, which, by the way, Miss Marvel is absolutely Freaking amazing i awesome. love miss marvel so i'll use miss marvel she <laughs> I, is the shit i love that she has an ability called fan fiction yes! <laughs> that yes! is so freaking awesome because that's one of the things that we talked about on comic book informer whenever we talk about the, the comic book about her fanfic and teaming up with spider-man or wolverine or whatever and i was like oh my god i freaking love that Right, and then have you ever have you seen the you've seen the animation for the fan fiction move when it uh, goes off, right? Yes, yeah. Where it's the different drawings. I think that is the cutest thing ever. That's I squeal awesome. every time it happens. I'm like fan fiction. I'm looking it. forward to when freaking Gwenpool's going to show up because she showed up in the Japanese version, so she should show up in ours soon. I will buy orbs until I get one. <laughs> uh, which one is it? Which Gwen is currently in there now? Spider Gwen. Then? Spider Gwen. Yeah. Okay. No. Right now? Yeah, I have her. I'm sorry, what? Oh, sorry, okay, I misunderstood what you were asking. Okay. I yeah, thought you no, were asking. Spider Gwen's in there, but yes. I guess Gwenpool hasn't come in yet? No, she hasn't. She's in the Japanese version, not in ours yet. The Spider Gwen oh, okay. is good, too, because she has an ability. Again, see, this is one of the things where you're going to have to get used to if you do play it, switching around your characters, because they all have different abilities and things like that that you want to make use of. And some of the 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 quests that I did on different planets on the different stages I needed to use her and Agent 13 because they each have a, an innate ability that lengthens the time that you need to do combos so and mm-hmm. you need a certain amount of combos like 55 fucking combos so you need to have that extra time so I use both of those so yeah you need to get used to um, using different sum sums for different I, quests and stuff but I but see Gamora was the first sum sum that I got out of the orb machine and so I absolutely love her and I wanted her the most so when I first finally saw her I was so happy I was like oh my god I got the sum sum I wanted first I'm always going to use her but I, I will try other ones I definitely will give other ones a shot but 
I have to ask, because this is my completionist problem being affected in Marvel Zoom Zoom. I can't go on to another level until I hit three stars on the level that I'm working on. See, and I have, to, I have to do it that way all the time. Yeah, I can't but you skip can't. stars. You can't. So that's oh, like I saying, I can't move from this spot until I put my head through this wall. You can't. You won't. You're going to bash your head in before you get through the wall. And that's what this game is. You have to just leave it, keep moving on to level up spe- very specific sumsums to use in on those battles. I've, fuck, I've got level 50s that have all of their abilities maxed out. And I have to swap them out and put level ones that I never use because their innate abilities allow me to get three stars. Uh, I, but I mean, I literally have to go through every Love level and make sure that every level has to be has to be three stars before I go to the next level. <laughs> Good luck. Then, the then that means you're not going to finish this game anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you I knew that simply was will not be able to do it. It's it, honestly, it is not possible. I again, I've got level fifties. I've got I've got a team of three fifties maxed out that I use sometimes, and I I've got planets where I've got some of the the, the stages they've got like one star because I simply can't do it with the team composition like, that I, I have. I just got to the point where I can consider starting some of the white star planets, right? And those are those are one star. Like, there's no chance I'm ever going to get two stars on those anytime soon. Yeah. Like, I like just being able to finish it successfully is a win in my book. Yes. Yeah. In some cases, yeah. It, it, they're that hard. Like, I've got some that are pretty low level. Well, like, my Miss Marvel is not that high. She's like 25 or something like that. And I still have to use her for certain things just so that I can finish those quests or the, like I said, the Spider Gwen or, or Agent 13 and stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, we it fucking Marvel Sumsum wasn't even in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Marvel and yet every week it finds its way. <laughs> because it's the it's what I'm playing the most. <laughs> and justifiably, I will say I've only picked up some orbs a couple of times. I don't feel guilty about it. It's like, you know what? I didn't have to pay for the game. You're providing me with a wealth of fun. I'll buy some orbs every once in a while to get some because I'm fucking playing that stupid thing all the time. Like case in point, the new villain that just came out, Red Skull. I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to give me one of these. And I did. <laughs> While you ladies were talking. <laughs> that what you were doing? Yeah, I Twitter later. <laughs> I was still listening. You know what it reminded me of is I tend to listen to your podcast <laughs> for folks heroines of the cherry blossom but i'll listen while i'm playing a game or while i'm playing some some kind of thing so i almost didn't feel the need to talk and i didn't have you have you actually ever done co-op mode on marvel swim swim dude i do it with vince sometimes like we'll be laying in bed and we'll do co-op battle mode together it's so much fun it's a blast. It's like here i got you i'll throw here i actually will I play it. with um with my my eldest daughter is playing as well. I got her hooked on this, so I'll send her a, a, a message, a text, because she doesn't live here, obviously. And I'll say, "Okay, I'm playing. Do you want to? Do you want some help with some bosses?" And I will almost immediately get a yes. So then we'll play for a while until she gets the bosses, and we'll farm the bosses so we can get the luck up. And then Karen plays as well. So we'll be sitting on the sofa watching. Like case in point, yesterday we were watching just some stand-up routines, some stand-up comics on Netflix while playing to farm Mephisto. 
And so we're just sitting there playing together. And it's great. I love that this silly little game I can play with my wife and daughter and have a ton of fun and joke back and forth kind of thing. So, no, I I really like the implementation of multiplayer in this game because it does kind of twist things around in how you're going to play. And especially when you're looking at the different bosses as well and the difficulty level, then you're kind of like trying to figure out little strategies like, okay, I'm going to send you these so that we can stay healed up or here. You're going to need these for when the fireballs come from Infesto and shit like that. So it's yo fuck those fireballs, (laughs) man. Those things are (laughs) hard as shit to take out. You know what? This is now. Correct me if I'm wrong. This sounds like the first time you and Karen have played a game together. Do you guys normally play games together? Or is no, this, no, is we this don't. New? No, the the only thing that we used to play together um, was um, Rock Band because she oh, okay. freaking loved that, and so did the kids. So we had like the the we had a couple of the guitars, so one could play bass, and the other one the guitar. We had the drums, we had the mic, so we would us and the kids play and have fun for hours on end kind of thing. So before that, like she, she played some games too, although now for the most part, we're looking at the traditional matching games and things like that. Um, but like back in the day, she was the one that finished Morrowind before I even finished it kind of thing. Oh, wow. So that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> we had even bought her for mother's day one time, the guidebook <laughs> for Morrowind so she could go through and get through every single quest and everything. It was awesome. So Aww. yeah, but no, we have a lot of fun playing that together. Let's move on to another game that we've discussed a few times. Vince, you found this almost at the same time as me too, because all of a sudden there was just this dump of Nino Kuni 2 <laughs> information. <laughs> and it was like, it was fucking glorious. I like, again, this is a day one purchase for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, we got a lot of interesting uh, reveals about exactly what we can expect from the game. And they're actually switching up quite a few things. Let's start with the characters, though. We got a, a little bit of a look of the three main characters, uh, starting with Evan, the little cat boy you see. And we come to find out he is actually the king of Ding Dong Dell, the town that you visited uh, first in the original game, which explains the cat ears because the king of Ding Dong Dell uh, in the original game was an actual cat. So he ha- his, he's a young prince whose father dies, and before he can fully take the throne, uh, there's a coup and he's thrown out. So he has to learn to be a king and reclaim his throne. He's also accompanied by Roland, who is the human character for this game, the one from the air quotes real world that ends up in Nino Cooney. In the real world, Roland is a 48-year-old president of a major nation. But when he goes to Nino Cooney, he finds himself as a young man again. No explanation, but a lot of interesting things to look at there. And then the final final one is the little pink-haired girl uh, named Tani. She's a sky pirate. I don't yeah, even say course. any more than that. Yeah. Sky pirate. <laughs> I'm in. Favorite Nicomanian. <laughs> so what they're talking about, like with the with the world of, of Nino Kuni, is that they're treating this not necessarily as a sequel, if you will, but another story set in a similar realm. Like they're they're being kind of closed with it. It could be a parallel universe, but I actually like that because if you remember the story of the original game with Oliver. The, the world of Nino Kuni was very much a fantasy world to him, which he escaped to to deal with the grief of the loss that he'd suffered uh, of his mother dying. So I, I there's 
like, I still couldn't tell you if he was actually physically visiting another world or if it was all in his imagination. So for what we're going here with Roland, there could be a very important reason why he's a young man in this new world. So it's going to be really cool seeing a world that we know and we recognize, but not necessarily the same one. And I, I'm really interested to see them explore a lot of what they can do with that with that twist. What did you think of the difference in how the world looks? Because some of the levels that they were showing, it looks very much like a 3D game versus the Studio Ghibli type of artwork that's used for the character design as well as other things. But it really had a different look at points. What did you think of that? It's definitely a different look, but it's also still familiar, though. Like it, it has enough of those nods. Like it's just it's a different graphics engine. It's a different rendition of what we saw in Wrath of the White Witch. I wasn't crazy about it. Now that said, while I'm looking at it and thinking, oh, I'm, that's not the same, and I really, really loved the first one. I just was thinking kind of a world of Final Fantasy, which kind mm-hmm. of plays with different styles as well, and it works, so maybe it will for this. And then the big one, they changed the battle system. Yes. Mm. No longer does it have that Pokemon style of going around and collecting all the familiars. Now the gameplay is focused very much on just the three main characters, much more real-time, although with strategic elements, of course, and... Higgledies, which I, to me, they seem a lot like Peakman, really. Yes. Uh, of just these weird little things that you can go around and collect and they all have different effects. Uh, they make it sound like there's going to be a lot of them that you're going to be able to choose from because they say you can only have four different types with you. But, you know, the elemental weaknesses and this and that. So I, I, I'm going to withhold judgment until I can actually get my hands on the finished product. But like that. I loved, I, we talked about this not that long ago uh, on the Pocket Monsters episode. We both loved the battle system for the original and going around and collecting all the familiars. So it, I'm sure it's still going to be great, but that's that's a big change that I, I'm still got to wrap myself around. As I was watching the videos for this, I really had to separate this from the original. Because otherwise I would have been far more disappointed as it was. There was a couple of things I'm going, ooh, and then I had to remind myself, it's not the first one. And there's reasons That's what I say, for it, that. It sparks that they're not doing it as a direct sequel. Yeah. So, well, some of that is a legality with Studio Ghibli as well. Not well, yeah. on it and owning some rights to it, no doubt. So, I, again, it, it was disappointing. And especially once we got to the battle system, that's when I went, oh, fuck. Because I was not happy about that. But... That doesn't mean that this won't work or be good either. It's just not going to be Nino Kuni. It's going to be Nino Kuni too. So we'll see. And then the big thing, we still don't have an exact release date, but it will be out on PlayStation 4 and Steam worldwide same day. So that's really exciting because it took over a year for them to translate the original game. So I don't know if it's going to be Japanese only. I'm going to assume they're working on the English voice acting for it right now. So it can be released English, Japanese, et cetera, across all platforms at the same time. So you're going to pick it up for PS4 or for PC? Oh, yeah, yeah, PS4. I don't know yet. We'll see. Because sometimes, especially this is this is such a sit on the couch game though. Like I, I could, I true. wouldn't sit in front of my computer to play this. True, 
I I tend to sit in front of the computers all the time anyway, so for me it's better. And not just that, but especially up here, the the, the price of game with the the uh, price differential between us and you guys is ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. And often the PS4 games are substantially more than the Steam ones. So it's like, oh, 15 bucks more? Fuck you. I'll buy it on Steam. So we'll see what happens here. So, Sushi, I know you have the first game, right? Yes. How much of it have you played? Not much. Get um, off the podcast. <laughs> the tutorial is like six freaking hours. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but even the tutorial is awesome. Oh, no. I mean, I loved it. I just, um, I think Sav and I both picked it up right when it came out. And I'm a late in life Pokemon person. And I hadn't bought into that whole catching monsters kind of thing. Um, I missed all the Pokemon thing because that was younger than me. Um, So uh, after I picked up, Pokemon and I fell in love with it and all that stuff. I tried to pick up, you know, Cooney and I loved it. I loved the art style. I loved the story. I just, the gameplay was so different and not in a bad way. It was just, I was still, you know how sometimes you play a game and you're not ready to let it go and you still want that gameplay, but you're done with the game. And that was kind of what happened is I, I wanted a different gameplay style from a previous game, but that game wasn't going to give it to me. So I just didn't get that into it, but I have it on my radar um, and we will probably get it and it will probably be on PS4. um, So both Sav and I can play it, but um, yeah, I haven't gotten very far, but I I have great respect for it. I love it. It's one of those that I want to go back and pick it up, but I just haven't honestly. All right. We are going to be wrapping up very, very soon. Vince, pick the last topic. Uh, Mass which, Effect. Which one do you want to talk about? Go for it. So we got uh, a new cinematic trailer, which fucking awesome. <laughs> and you said it yourself. Best line. Oh, I don't God, need an yeah. army. I have a Krogan. <laughs> I heard that and almost cheered. That's like, yes. that's a tattoo right there. Just that quote. <laughs> With the the N7 symbol underneath. (laughs) (laughs) And this just did such a great job of setting the tone for the game. Like, this got me actually really hyped of, you know, seeing the characters there. And it's a story going on with the, was it the Archon, I think he was called? The Pathfinder mission. And, like, this is kind of their last hope. And this, uh, oh, yes, yes, more. Yes, give me this. I, I, this got me really excited. It looks really good. The emotion is there. The music is there. And then we also got the the cool little welcome to the crew, introducing the crew thing, which uh, it's going to be interesting because they're, they're definitely. It's not like like we were assuming the the brother and sister rider would kind of be your main character, but it seems like they're moving away from that. Yeah. And that there really isn't a shepherd style main character. It's it's more the story of this crew than one particular individual's journey through the galaxy, which I actually really like that because that means, you know, there's a lot more room to work with of pairing up different crew members and it, See, I'm actually really interested to see how it's going to work out. Exactly. I was, as I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, well, what does this mean? Does this mean that you get to pick who you want to play from amongst these? Do you get to pick who you want to play 
for each mission from amongst these? Do you just kind of play with any one of them together to build your team like you were just saying kind of thing? I I really don't get what they're doing here at all. That doesn't mean it's bad. It just means I I don't get how this is going to work because if it's set if, up if this, in such if this a way, in any other game, we wouldn't be questioning it. Just that we've become so accustomed to the shepherd that you know when we heard about the rider siblings, like it, it just it made sense. So see, one of the things that they said about that is again, if you're playing one, that doesn't mean the other sibling's gone now. The other sibling mm-hmm. is there; they're just an NPC. So like, that, uh, that was, uh, Dragon Age Two. Yeah, you had Hawk and then you had either the brother or the sister. Exactly. So I was thinking they're going along that line and you're still going to be playing a static character because if they make you bounce around a lot more, it's going to be a lot more difficult to to forge those bonds to both the character that you're playing as well mm-hmm. as the relationships between that character and the other NBCs in the game. And that's a large part of these Mass Effect games. So I think that that's what they're going to do. I can't imagine that they're going to have a system where you bounce around between characters willy nilly. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I don't know. I, I honestly right. have no clue. And instead, that's just the, the human Pathfinder crew. We know there's a lot more yeah. characters than those five they showed off. Yeah. So what did you think of the crew though? just from what they showed in terms of how that might, the the dynamics that you might get between some of the characters. It, it could be interesting. It, it like the one thing that really got me is how they're all like neurally linked through the AI, which I mean, knowing mass effect that could get really crazy with some things, but I, I just want another ED now. Oh, you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What was this guy's name? Simon or whatever. I can't remember. Steve. I forget. Yeah, no, there's a lot of things that that I liked about the characters from what I saw. I I wasn't as crazy with the fact that you're still, despite the fact that they said, like, you're looking at new races, new everything, because you're in a new galaxy, a lot of similarities between the races from the other Mass Effect games, which I know part of that is the, you know, fan service because people are drawn to those races. Again, that line of I don't need an army, I have a Krogan would not be nearly as impactful if it was another race that was suddenly mm-hmm. reintroduced. Well, we've, we're also seeing plenty of new stuff, though. Some new stuff. I don't know that I'd say plenty, though. There, there's still a lot of legacy stuff in there. I'm not saying that's mm-hmm. bad. I'm just saying that I think I would have liked a lot more just brand fucking new stuff that you mm-hmm. have no clue what you're going to be coming up against. It'd be nice to have more races that aren't just, you know, bipedal creatures that are very similar to us. Is this it's, the game we finally get a playable Hanar? <laughs> okay. Anyways, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Comes out soon. Really excited. March. March. Your lady's even looking at playing this. I, I should be able to finish it just in time for Persona to come out. Yeah, no <laughs> right? Everything I revolves that. around April this year. April, like, besides everyone's schedule. Where in April is uh, Persona coming out? Fifteenth. Um, I, I don't remember. 15. I think it's April fourth. You cannot oh, okay. finish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mass Effect from the I. What is it? The twenty first, I believe, it's coming out. Is it challenge not? accepted? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're going to need to book a week I'm off of work. I'm going to get to see my boyfriend. You will oh, no. not. <laughs> You'll see me. 
sitting on the couch playing. We have two rooms in our apartment. You'll see me. Every three days, Allie comes into the room with a basin of water and some soap. <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap up the episode for this week. Ladies, thank you very much for coming on the show. We, of course, appreciate it. Allie, why don't you tell folks where they can find your podcast? Uh, you can find our podcast, Heroines of the Cherry Blossom, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And you can also find us on the internet at Twitter at CB Heroines. And they can find you on the Twitters at? You can find me on the Twitters at Pizza Maid. All right. Sushi? You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr if you're into Yaoi and other things um, at Sushi Geisha on Twitter and Tumblr. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm behind. Are you still doing the um, the other podcast, The Chronicles of uh, Nanako? Or is um, that kind we of... actually, we had some issues getting on iTunes, so we reformed it as The Crystal Cast. Um, we have two recent episodes up, both on Final Fantasy 15, spoiler free of the story and of the carnival and then we'll be doing a couple more um, coming out and we may post the older ones up there as well awesome very cool all right and of course you can find us at forthelore.com and you can find us on twitter as well at forthelore or individually joe who's not here as loaders at j vince is simodian and i am zen buddhist you can also leave us your thoughts and comments on itunes and stitcher and with that we will see you guys next week Walk like an angel, talk like an angel, but I got wild. You're the devil in disguise. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast. And lastly, thanks to Manelli Jamal for the show's theme music. We encourage everyone to check out his site, ManelliJamal.com, or find him on iTunes and help support this incredible musician by picking up his CDs.